Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. If you like what you hear, please hit the like button and the subscribe button on the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel, wherever you're listening to the audio form, because it can be found anywhere, literally anywhere you listen to your podcast. It's going to be found there, I promise you. 
please leave it a review, uh, give it a rating, uh, uh, you know, share it out, all that good stuff. Be a friend, tell a friend, please. And thank you. Leave a comment in the comment section down below. Uh, it helps support the podcast, helps out the algorithm that I cannot understand, but apparently there's an algorithm that helps get the podcast out there. If you could take a couple, take a minute or so out of your day to do that for me, it'd be greatly appreciated. The podcast is also brought to you by the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. If you head over to bellyupsports.com and check out all the other podcasts, blogs, and material there, it would be greatly appreciated. Belly Up Sports Podcast Network is also brought to you by mybookie.ag. Betting season is in full swing. And if you head over to mybookie.ag to make your same-game parlays, in-game bets, money lines, literally anything, if you use the code BELLYUPFANTASY, all one word, it's going to double your very first deposit. So you like free money, of course. And if you listen to some of the picks that I make here, you can use the Bell Sports Podcast Network. There's other things on there for bets. Go to mybookie.ag, use the code BELLYUPFANTASY, all one word. It's going to double your first deposit. And the podcast is also brought to you by Coach Stone Football and his Back to the Basics Books and Drills. If you head over to CoachStoneFootball.com, check out all of his books on football drills, practice planning, game planning, strength and conditioning, special teams, defense, and much, much more. You will literally never have to look up another drill again. I thank Coach Stone for sponsoring the podcast. Let's dive in to today's episode. We are going to be discussing... The Bears and the debacle of the Chicago Bears. It has been a roller coaster ride for the Chicago Bears. It's been a hard time to be a fan. Usually we're okay. We have a competent couple weeks or some games. We're competing for a playoff spot or things are going right. Uh, but this year has been a roller coaster coming into the season. Uh, but let's talk about the game first, then we'll get into all the stuff that has happened right after the game. The Bear, the Ravens came to town to play the Chicago Bears, a banged-up Chicago Bears. We do not have Khalil Mack. We do not have Robinson. We are missing some guys. We're all banged up all over the place. We're all beaten, bruised. And Baltimore's coming in without Lamar Jackson. So Huntley, a quarterback that's only, I believe, had 16 career NFL passes, comes in. So coming to this game, you think the Chicago Bears have a chance. Even though they're banged up on defense, they should still be able to play well with a good defensive coordinator. And then you think on the flip side, let's just continue to move the pocket for Justin Fields. Let's continue to do short passes. Let's continue to do all those other things that we've been doing. Get the run game going. Now you have Montgomery back. You have Herbert. You have Williams. Like All these guys that could do things. Let's continue to roll. Well, if you're a fan that likes points, this was not the game for you. couple of things to take away from this. Huntley for the Ravens played great. He was 26 of 36, 219 yards. He had a one interception. Made plays when he needed to down the stretch. Lamar Jackson supported him. He had good things going on for him. Overall, the Bears versus Ravens was tough. I mean, ultimate, I mean the Bears lost 16 to 13. The couple big highlight or you know headlines you're going to get from this is Justin Fields did have to come out of the game, um, and I think that's really the only the headline is Hunley you know played pretty well. This was a defensive battle, so I mean ultimately the Bears defense did what they had to do. They I mean if you give up 16 points to a team. You know, it was 6-0 at halftime, Baltimore, and then we scored 7 in the third. Now, they did score 10 in the fourth. 
But I mean, as a defense, you hold them to 16 points without Khalil Mack with you know, banged up Akeem Hicks, banged up linebackers, Eddie Jackson's hurt in the safety, and you're going up against a backup quarterback. Yeah, defense played as good as you could possibly want them to. The Bears' offense, you know, the story of Bears' history has struggled. Now, Justin Fields, it was either the second or third quarter. I believe it was the third quarter. Justin Fields had to come out of the game. He took a couple hits, and one of the hits that he took was in the rib area, so they were afraid of broken ribs. I think it's reported that he is very bruised, that they're not broken. But since they're bruised, it's not something you want to play with. So the old starter comes in, Andy Dalton, uh, Red Rocket, you know, or Red Rifle, whatever you want to call him, comes into the game. In two plays, scores a big touchdown. He threw a screen to Daryl Mooney. Uh, so they get a touchdown, and now that puts them up. Now, uh, I mean, Andy Dalton, for not playing for many, many weeks, did not do too bad. He was 11 of 23. Now, he had, there was passes that he overthrew, underthrew, because he's probably not getting the same amount of reps as he once was. So a couple throws he did not complete very well. But, I mean, the man played well. 11 of 23, 21 yards, and two touchdowns. Now, Daramone on the screen helped him out. And then on his third or fourth down, we got that big breakaway. He dropped a dime right into him. Did the best. So Andy Dalton did the best he could. <clears throat> on defense, you only get up 16 points. You do, you're doing your job. So I can't blame the defense. But the Bears' offense is just, just struggling. Just struggling. You know, we we had to change our the way we call plays for Andy Dalton. He's more of a pocket passer. So in the pocket passing, started to work in the second half. But the first half, what I don't understand is you're trying to run the crap out of David Montgomery, which I understand. But Herbert was not playing bad. So I don't know, is he just hurt? I mean, Cleo Herbert had one carry for zero yards. Here's what needs to start happening for the Bears that would have worked... The Baltimore Ravens run different type of option stuff, different running backs in the backfield. Why don't we do that? Now, I know Justin Fields is hurt, but you can still do it with Andy Dalton. But with Justin Fields in, who's a running quarterback, who was not playing well, he was 4 of 11 for 79 yards. So some people that think Justin Fields took this huge step forward, he took a step backwards. It was hard to get the run game going because I think they said, you know, Justin Fields is going to have to beat us in the pass game. And. If we can get pressure on him, we can control the run game. You know, we're, we're going to be put in a position to be successful. Why don't we have David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert and Williams with Justin Fields in the backfield? Why not just have David Montgomery, Herbert, or Justin Fields in the backfield and I'll motion him into the backfield? This is the type of offensive stuff that I just don't understand. I think it would just open up everything for the Chicago Bears. Do you have these type of threats? But, you know, what do I know? I'm just a high school football coach. I have no idea what I'm talking about. But this game shows that on offense, something's not going right. And I'm the person that wants to blame Matt Nagy and say he's putting his nose back into the offense. But we really honestly don't know what's going on. You can kind of tell when Lazer's calling the offense. Then you can tell when Nagy's trying to tell him what to do. Say to do this, do X, Y, and Z. But then there's times you don't know who's calling plays. I understand. You cannot move the pocket every single play. I understand it can't be all short throws. I understand it cannot be play action stuff every single time. But it also can't be in the pocket passing either. 
And you cannot fall in love with the fact of, okay, we know Justin Fields can move in the pocket. We understand he can do that. He can take off and run. He can throw on the run. It helps out the offensive line. But you can't fall in love with the idea of, okay, he can do that, so let's start working on the pocket passing stuff in a game. That's not his strength. Yeah, you do it sometimes. You're going to have to do it sometimes. You can't always move those offensive linemen. You have to keep a running back in to block and do drop back passes. I understand it. I get it. But at the end of the day, just because you want him to be a pocket passer doesn't mean that's going to happen. He's got to practice it. you got to call it sometimes in a game to see. He's got to watch the film and learn. So defensively for the Bears, I really don't have a lot of takeaway from him. I mean, yeah, they let Huntley score, you know, get some yards. But the Bears are okay if you're going to get your yards. The Bears just have to step up in certain situations. So Huntley just at the near the end of the game, they made plays on third downs or second and shorts and stuff like that. That's probably my only takeaway from the Bears defense. But ultimately, they played as well as you could and put you in a spot to win. And it doesn't, it doesn't mean we can't win with Andy Dalton. We can. It's just the offense is going to change. We're going to have to do more dropbacks. But you better keep a tight end to block. You better keep a running back end to block. But ultimately, I don't know who's calling plays. I don't know who's putting their nose in it. The game time management was terrible at the end of the game where, one, apparently the headset went out. Now, that's either here or there. Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. But, you know, we had that fourth down. Had to call a timeout. Fine. But then we have the two-point conversion. Have to call a timeout. End of the game, you're trying to get stops. You're in position to make stops. It would have been nice to have at least one of those timeouts back to get us in a spot, to march down the field, to get a field goal, to tie it up and try to get this in overtime. Maybe Andy Dalton pulls one out of the hat and, and, and wins. So the, the the late game management was not very good. Again, another mark on, on Matt Nagy, who, you know, you've been the head coach here for about four years now. You've been in the NFL for a while. You coach under Andy Reid, who's a great head coach. You should know this stuff and understand this management, like, I don't understand. Yeah, your headset goes out, but just scream at somebody and say, tell him to go for it. But that's where you start to wonder, is he calling the plays? You could have just yelled at another assistant and say, hey, tell Laser to go for it and call a play. You get that fixed and you say, okay, what'd you call? What'd you see? All that stuff. You have to have trust into your assistants. So that's kind of, I was talking about this with somebody the other day where very rarely, I think, do you see in the NFL a play caller and a head coach at the same time. Now, you guys can leave comments in the comment section or, or whatever to correct me. Like, I don't think Bill Belichick calls defense. Now, he has a huge say in it, but I don't think he calls it. I know Lovey Smith sometimes called defense, but he sometimes let assistants do it. Andy Reid might be one because he calls plays, but I think he doesn't do it all the time. I think he has a perfect balance of when to call plays. He might be a guy that maybe calls the plays. But ultimately, I mean, Shanahan, I think, is a good example. So, But what I'm saying is you, it's very rare that you can have a head coach, be a play caller, and be a CEO and have success, especially in the NFL. And then I started to think about college. Do you really see guys in college always call plays? The first guy that comes to mind is Mike Leach. He can call plays on offense and be a good CEO. He's proven it time and time again. But he lets the defense do their thing. Now, he'll sit in meetings and be a part of it, but he's 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 good about letting them do their thing. But, I, I mean, honestly, if you think about college, it's hard to find a guy that's going to – I mean, Coach Nick Saban doesn't call plays on defense. He's very highly involved. Don't get me wrong. He's going to make decisions on certain things. But ultimately, he's not calling plays either. 
So it's hard. I mean, you guys let me know. I can't think right off the top of my head of like a college coach that's calling plays right now. They're involved. So I'm not saying Matt Nagy doesn't have to be involved. He's a CEO, but you have to find that balance and let your guys do your thing. And what I mean by that is, okay, he's probably freaking out on that fourth down. Like, I want to call this play. I want to do this. But sometimes you have to let them do it or give them ideas as the head coach and you're the CEO. So that so this headset thing goes out, poor mid-game management, everything else. We didn't get running backs involved. I understand we're doing offense. Is it Mad Nagy? Is it Laser? I don't know. But that was a rough game for us Bears fans against the Ravens. Now we head into Thanksgiving, um, you know, the Thanksgiving game. And I should have probably started off the show with this. I apologize. I hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving. We're going into Thanksgiving. I hope everybody is with their families. I hope they're getting food. I hope that they can spend time with any type of loved ones or friends. And just and just kick your feet back and relax. You know, don't do too much. Watch some sports on TV. Watch some movies. Do any of that. I do apologize for not starting the the recording out that way. This is pre-recorded. I did not record this on Thanksgiving, so I do apologize to everybody. Um, you know, I am thankful for anybody that listens. I'm thankful for friends and family. I'm thankful for everything else. So I hope you guys can find time to do all that. So before we dive into that next segment for the Thanksgiving game versus the Detroit Lions. And of course, other stories that come in. We want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, and before we dive into that, um, you football coaches out there with your offensive linemen and defensive linemen, are their helmets getting scuffed up during an inside run period? Well, if so, uh, there's a way to protect those shells and reduce the repetitive blows that you got your guys are taking each and every week. It's Guardian Caps. Guardian Caps reduces those blows 20 to 33%. It really focuses on the big guy in the trenches because you cannot win without the big guys in the trenches. We've got to take care of them. Uh, Guardian Caps is worn by five NFL teams and 200-plus colleges, just like Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Washington, Penn State. If you go to guardiansports.com slash guardiancaps, you'll be able to find them all there. So if you use that website and you, or the link in the description below and you want to buy these for your football team, use the code 15OFF, and it is good for a 15% off your order, whether you're buying an individual cover Bulk items, when you buy in bulk, it gives you a discount anyway. Then you can use the 15 off and get 15% more off. So again, guardiansports.com slash guardiancaps. Use the code 15 off and it will get you 15% off your order. If you're a football coach right now with a young kicker or a developing kicker who's trying to reach the end zone all the time, but he's not quite doing it every single time, you're looking for a strategic way to try to get the onside kick or the sweep, squib kick, but you're trying to figure out the right way to do it. It's not just about the kicker. It's about the tee, and I've got the perfect tee for you. Launchpad kickoff tee. It is a research, well-designed kickoff tee with flaps where you could put the football anywhere, and when you order it, it's going to give you a like a manual to tell you how to strategically lay it. Believe it or not, when you place it up more, gets the ball off farther then when you lean it all the way back, it tells you the sweet spot of the football to get you there, uh, all that good stuff. So if you go to launchpadkickofftcom slash CSS and use the code CSS, you'll get 10% off your order. This kicking tee is legal for NCAA and NFHS for high school. It's gonna, you're not, it's gonna give you a strategic option for the squib kicks, squib kicks and the onside kicks and everything else. I'm telling you, it's a game changer. If you go to launchpadkickofftcom slash CSS and use the code CSS, you'll get 10% off your order on an individual tee. If you buy the two packs, they can get you 20% off. And if you use the, the buy the four pack, you're going to get three. You have to pay for three and get the fourth one free. So go do that. It's going to help your kicker, I promise you. 
And also, if you're looking for an energy drink to help with that midday pick-me-up, but you don't want the crash that happens after about an hour or so, or are you looking for a pre-workout for your run or for the gym that doesn't give you the jitters, well, I've got the product for you. If you go to swiftlifestyles.com, you're going to get just that. It's a clean nutritional drink for any part of your day. They're also looking for gamers. They will sponsor gamers. They want to talk to you about that. So if you're on Twitch or you want to get on Twitch, use the link in the description below. It's going to come in a tub. It's going to have 30 servings. You put in a shaker that you can also buy on the website. Not very expensive. And you're going to get 30 servings. You're not buying just a can. It's going to be that. If you go to swiftlifestyles.com and use the code Coach Steve Show, you're going to get 15% off your order to get that midday pick-me-up or that early morning pick-me-up if you didn't sleep well. It's going to be there for you. So please do all that. It helps support the podcast. We thank swiftlifestyles.com. So we're going into Thanksgiving game versus the Detroit Lions. So Chicago Bears got to play Detroit Lions. First of all, it's always great to have the Bears play on Thanksgiving. It gets them on TV, but I'm sorry that people have to watch the Bears. Best Bears fan, it's always cool, but we got to play the Lions. This might be the last game that the, the Bears have a chance to win when you look at their schedule. Lions, Cardinals, Packers, Vikings, Seahawks, Giants, Vikings. The only games we have chances to win because of the way we're playing and the way the coaching's going and everything else is the Lions and maybe the Giants. Everybody else is on fire. So we're going into this. Right now, Justin Fields is expected to not play. He is bruised on the ribs. So we're going to have Andy Dalton start, which is fine with me. That does not bother me a bit. I think Andy Dalton can come in and do good things. You're going to see a different offense. We just got to get different running backs in the run game going. One thing, the Bears defense has to just show up and play. If they play exactly the way they played, we are going to be put in good spots. The Detroit Lions are still struggling. They are 0-9-1. They are um, – the spread right now is minus three for the Bears. 60% believe the Bears will win only because of the way the, the Lions are struggling. But this is a trap game. So in order for the Bears to come in and get a win with Andy Dalton starting, again, it's going to be like a typical quarterback. Uh, get the run game going with the inside zone. Don't run power and everything like that. This offensive line is not meant to run power. They are meant to run zone. When you're going to play action, you got to keep a guy in. When you're going to pass – have a pass play, you have to keep a running back in or a tight end to block. You cannot have a five-man protection because the Lions have nothing, and I mean nothing, to lose. Nothing at all. So they are going to come in and just leave it out on the field. They're going to call whatever they want on defense. They're going to bring the blitz. They're going to do whatever offensively. They're just going to call plays. They got nothing to lose. They're not making the playoffs. They want to change their culture. That's what they're, what's happening in MCDC right now. So, Bears, this is a trap game for you. I mean, really, there's not a lot of preview for this game because we're going to get to what happened this week here in a second. There's really nothing besides you got to come out and get the run game going on them. You've already played them before, so they understand what's going on. You're going to have Andy Dalton instead. Uh... It was a closer game the last time, 24-14. to It was a closer game than that score predicted. Uh, but the Bears, they're on a uh, five-game losing streak. So they're not very much confidence for them. So, again, it's going to be whoever flinches first, whoever uh, you know has more confusion, who doesn't execute. But the Lions are looking for that win, and they're hungry. And for the Lions, they know this is it. They know that this is the time that they need to get, get their win. This is the time for them, and they're going to leave it all on the field. So Bears have to watch out for that. Andy Dalton's going to have to – 
I think if he gets these reps these last few days, he's going to be more precise on his passes. The wide receivers are going to have to continue to run the routes hard. We're going to have to get the run game going with not just David Montgomery. We have to get it going with Herbert Montgomery and others to open everything up. Uh, so, I mean, that's really the only preview, but the big topic coming into Thanksgiving on uh, Tuesday, there was a report early, I believe by Patch. I mean, uh, this tripod opponent put them on the map. A source close to them who they trust said that it was discussed that after the Thanksgiving game versus the Lions, Matt Nagy would be fired. Now, this came out and all of a sudden it caught like wild fire. NBC Sports came out with it. Chicago came out with it. All these people started coming out with it. Was, it's reported Matt Nagy's going to get fired. And I said, I'll believe it when I see it. Oh, yeah, sure he is. Sure. Because a lot of it didn't make sense to me. Where why would you fire a guy? Why would you come out to him and say, hey, you know what? Right after Thursday on Thanksgiving, the day where you're supposed to spend with your friends and family, we're going to fire you. I said that makes no sense. Now, I wouldn't put it past the Bears organization and their owners who are not the brightest apples in the bunch to fire somebody like that. But one, the Bears have never, ever, ever, ever fired anybody midseason. So one, that was kind of hard to look at and say that they were firing him. Two, just fire him now. Like, if you're going to fire him on Thursday after the game, you might as well just fire him today and let the Bears move on and figure out what they're going to do. Like, that that right there makes no sense to me at all. So I didn't believe it. Um, I did share the stuff just to, you know, stir the pot a little bit, but a part of me didn't believe it. But then a part of me was like, okay, that's the first step. And then I thought about it a little more. Talking to people about, and I, I don't know if they should keep Matt Nagy. I've called for maybe getting rid of him. But talking to some people saying, you know, he's been dealt a bad hand a couple times about what he has on offense and everything else. And I said, sure. And then a report had come out, whether this is true or not, again, because if you're talking about the, the report about firing Matt Nagy, is this report true? Another report comes out that says most of the Bears players, if not the whole locker room, has called for his dismissal. Has called for him to go. And reported that he lost half the locker room last year. Which we all remember when he called out the defense, saying, well, the defense has got to play better. And now I'm paraphrasing, saying the defense has to play better. Well, Matt Nagy, figure out your freaking offense first. This Bears defense since 2018 has carried the team. Besides 2018, offense held their own. But ever since then, the Bears defense has to win games, which is historical. Bears defenses have to win a lot of the games. So it'd be nice to have an offense from time to time to help out the defense. So when he calls out the defense saying they've got to play better, they got to do X, Y, and Z, they got to do this. Well, that pissed off a lot of the Bears defense players. There's some that probably, you know, like I'm not putting words into people's mouths. Like you see him and Cleo Mack talk and have conversations. So maybe they have a good relationship. Maybe that's just Cleo Mack's nature of, okay, I'm just going to get along with the coach, you know, whatever. I'm going to use it as motivation. But some guys on that defense, it was reported last year saying they did not like being called out. If you're going to call out people, call it the whole team. So it's a team. So it's reported that he's lost half the locker room, if not the entire locker room, which I believe. But after seeing the report about him being fired, is it true? Now, I've called for him to be gone. I don't like calling for people's jobs, but I've called for it only for a couple of reasons. For some of you that are not Bears fans and don't watch them, we actually can be a decent team. You have these guys on defense doing what they're doing. And you have guys on offense that can't move the ball and do things. And you have a guy that's supposedly an offensive guru and you're not really 
living up to that, yeah, we're frustrated. We are very frustrated. But at this point in time, you might as well just keep them till the end of the year, reevaluate and go. Because Zach Kyleman, who's been on here before, had a good analogy. Everybody that's a Bears fan had pitchforks and fire calling for Matt Nagy's job. And I was one of them. Then they draft Justin Fields, who I didn't think they should anyway, but they draft Justin Fields, and all of a sudden the pitchforks went away. They were like, okay, saved his job, he drafted Justin Fields. But now they're coming back out because now Justin Fields isn't playing the best up until of late, but we're not scoring, we're not moving the ball, the defense is doing everything they can. It all comes back on Matt Nagy. So now I don't I, – I, somebody talked to me saying, you know, well, who else are they going to hire? What are they going to do? And I, I understand. Some of it he's been dealt a bad hand. Does firing him really fix it? Because you're still going to have right, you know, then you got to fire Ryan Pace. But you need to fire everybody, everybody. And this is what I mean. First of all, with the same owners and everything, a lot of things are not going to 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 change. The only way this is going to happen is if you got to fire Matt Nagy. You've got so this is this is what I think should happen. I don't think they should fire Matt Nagy, especially after Thanksgiving. Let's just write it out. We're three and seven or whatever. I don't think we're going to make the playoffs with this schedule. You fight for it, but I don't think it's going to happen. End of the year, I think the owners have to sit down and say, we are going to fire everyone, and I mean everybody. And I hate saying this. Now, they're going to find jobs. Now, what I mean by everybody, you need to find a new team doctor because we have had too many injuries. We've had the draft for people coming into the draft to get injured, like our offensive lineman, Jenkins, who hurt his back, had to get back surgery. I do not know that as a doctor. So he's got to go. Matt Nagy's got to go. I think Ryan Pace has to go. I think a lot of people in front offices have to go. No, I'm not talking about like assistants and administrative assistants and all that. They keep their job. But the people making decisions all need to go. And you need to clean house. You need to hire a new GM, assistant GM, a new scout because the scouts are not – like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. That's part of a definition of insanity. So the Bears do the same thing, expecting a different result, saying, well, one day we're going to have this great defense to do it. Oh, well, like in 2018, we had this offense, and then we just had the doink. We made the Super Bowl. No, we're making excuses at this point. So, you know, it was reported Matt Nagy was going to get fired, and I didn't understand it. So all this stuff was swirling and what I think they need to do. Matt Nagy has a press conference. They ask him, and he said, I have no idea what you're talking about. He said, uh, nobody said that to me. I have no idea what you're talking about. So now this has almost been debunked. Because I feel like if this was true, now I wouldn't put it past the Bears organization to do this, but if it was true, I think the Bears would have had a press conference and said, we are going to get rid of him at the, after the Thanksgiving game. I don't, At this point, just keep him. Just keep him. Write it out. To just just to bury him more in the coffin, put more knife into the wound. Us Bears fans are going to have to put up with that. Even if you fired him, I don't think we're going to have this magic turnaround and make the playoffs. Keep him. Just, just let him stay there. So that way it gives organization time to maybe go have some conversations with people maybe that aren't coaching the NFL to say, are you interested? Let's just get some feelers out there. But I think they have to fire scouts, the doctor, the head coach, the uh, GM, people that worked for the GM. They have to go. Not administrative assistants, like people like that. No, 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 no. Game day people. No, no, no. Those people keep their job. I'm talking about people that make decisions and people that have a huge impact on the players, the coaching and stuff like that. Everybody else keep their job. They work really hard. They earn their money. But everybody else has got to go. Now, with our owners and stuff, stuff will stay the same. But at least make an attempt to look like you care. The Arlington thing was a good start. But make it to look like you care. So I'm debunking this article. Now, after the game, if he gets fired, great. Now, I think they could probably come out and say, you know what? We're going to fire him at the end of the year. 
But then does that make him not coach hard? Is it, does it like you don't want to put all of that on there? So you might as well keep your mouth shut. Fire at the end of the year. Try to find a new head coach, but you've got to fire everybody. It's not all just Nat Nagy, and I know I've called for it, and a lot of it's on him, but some of it's on him. It's Ryan Pace. It's the scouting. It's the doctors. It's all this stuff. They all have to go. So it's been a turmoil time to be a Chicago Bears fan. It's a turmoil time to work for the Chicago Bears and be a part of that. But in order for the to beat the Lions, they have to come in, put all that off, and you don't have to play well, make the short passes. You're going to change your offensive up a little bit. You're going to have... Um, an upper hand at first because they're not going to have quite as much film on Andy Dalton and the type of offense that they're going to call for him. Yeah, you have Bengals film and everything else, but it's not going to be the same. You're just going to know what he's capable of doing, but they're going to. you have to get a run game going with multiple running backs. You're going to have to do jet motions. You're still going to have to move the pocket. Just run inside zone stuff and wide zone stuff. You're going to be fine. But we're going to see how they battle with all this reporting of getting him fired. If he has lost the locker room, that's bad. And so the only way I think you need to fire him is if this locker room does kind of revolt and say, we don't listen to him anymore, then you get rid of him. But if none of that happens, if none of that's true, keep him because we're not going to make the playoffs. We're not going to change much. Keep him at at that point. But if the Bears players, if he's lost all the players, then you've got to get rid of him. They'll probably follow the other coaches more than him. But then you – as a Bears organization in the front office, you've got to show that you're willing to change and do different things and overhaul of hires is what needs to happen. But there's my Chicago Bears preview for the Lions. Again, I apologize for not saying happy Thanksgiving at the beginning. This is pre-recorded the day before. Happy Thanksgiving to all. I hope you guys are enjoying food, time with friends, family, enjoying some football. Um, please like and subscribe and share out. Um uh, you know, enjoy the holidays, time away from work if you're able to, kick back, relax, do all that stuff. And until next time, this has been another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. And just like Matt Nagy, we are out of here. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.